You are listening to the Wellness and Hospitality Podcast. I'm your host, Son Lubroy. Episode 36, the game-changing KPI that few wellness leaders measure. Welcome to the Wellness and Hospitality Podcast, where it's all about genuine wellness, true hospitality, and real people. I'm your host, global wellness expert, life coach, and author, Sana Luberoy. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Over the last 20 plus years in the wellness industry, what I have found fascinating is how our performance dashboard has evolved. In other words, how we measure the performance of our businesses. I remember the key performance indicators or KPIs we used to measure back then and how over the years we kept introducing new ones along with all the different ways to calculate a given KPI. I cannot tell you the different ways I've seen how people calculate spa occupancy, therapist occupancy, spa productivity, therapist productivity. And to quote Peter Drucker, what gets measured gets managed. What we measure is essentially what we end up managing. And while it is fascinating to witness the creativity and time that goes into developing and measuring all these new KPIs, I wonder how useful a use of time these initiatives are. I wonder whether measuring these KPIs really moves the wellness, revenue and contribution needle. And I also wonder whether we really know what these KPIs are telling us. Do we really have a reliable benchmark to measure ourselves against? So today, what I'd like to do is share a clip from my recent LinkedIn Live session that I did, where I address these important questions. Because how we measure the success of our wellness businesses is a direct reflection of how we manage our facilities. And if we aren't super directed and clear about what exactly we are measuring and how we are measuring performance, it's highly unlikely that we'll be super directed and clear about how we manage our wellness businesses. So without further ado, here's the clip. Hello and welcome to today's session. I hope you're all well. I can't believe we're only a couple of days away from Christmas. I can't believe where 2023 has gone. It has been a truly mind-blowing year, and I think 2024 is going to be even better. The key takeaway I take from this year is that wellness is here, and it's definitely here to stay, which is a very positive note for all of us wellness leaders in the hospitality industry. Now, on that positive note, today I wanted to talk about the game-changing KPI that few hoteliers and wellness and hospitality professionals measure. And that is what I call the wellness revenue contribution ratio or the wellness revenue contribution rate. Now, why does it matter if we measure this KPI or key performance indicator? The reason it matters is really as the age old saying goes, what gets measured gets managed. And 
when I look back in the last 22 years, I've been in this industry and look at the KPIs I used to measure way back then. And I look at the whole set of KPIs that we measure today in our industry. It's truly mind-blowing and actually quite impressive. When I go to clients or when wellness leaders reach out to me asking me for assistance and I look at the performance dashboard, there's some KPIs that I do not even know exist. I'm like truly impressed. But that said, sometimes I wonder how useful it is to come up with new KPIs, tirelessly come up with new KPIs, measure them, and then not really know what they mean or what do we benchmark against them or what's a corrective strategy. The hotel industry has been up and running for centuries and what they have definitely nailed is the KPI system. Now, this is someone who doesn't know anything about hospitality, so there probably are hospitality professionals out there saying that the KPI dashboard for hotels could definitely do with a revamp or a facelift and a completely there. I'm not going to comment. But one thing I have noticed in the last 22 years, there has been little change between one hotel to another. And it doesn't matter which brand they are, but all hotels essentially measure the same set of KPIs. And I have seen the same set of KPIs in the last 22 years. And the upshot or the upside of measuring the same KPIs is that we have enough historical data and we can benchmark as an industry. However, when it comes to our industry, when it comes to the wellness industry, and we see how the KPIs have evolved, it's truly mind-blowing. And while I love the creativity and I love all the initiative that we wellness leaders are employing in order to come up with new KPIs, the problem is that we kind of lose sight of why we're measuring these key performance indicators. And when we go into such minutiae, I wonder how many of these KPIs actually move the needle. And a couple of years ago, when I was researching for my book, The Wellness Asset, and I reached out to several hoteliers who very generously shared such amazing insights that are in my book. And I, my book would have definitely not looked the way it does today if it wasn't for those hundred hoteliers who contributed with their insights and very generously with their time and knowledge. One GM really stayed with me because when I was after the interview and I was picking his brain to see how can we wellness leaders improve? How can we be taken seriously? Not that we aren't taken seriously all the time, but I wanted to know that. I just wanted to know it from a hotelier's point of view who is very open and really does believe in wellness and wants to see us successful. His name is Franco Pedoni. And I remember, and I use his quote very often, it's also in my book, and I use it very often in all the material and content I share here on LinkedIn and also my newsletters. And he mentioned that traditionally, wellness and hospitality does not have a track record of stellar performance. At most, we're usually representing around 1% to 3% of total hotel revenue. Now, 
that made me think, I'm like, oh my God, where did he get this figure from? And he just mentioned it as such a normal. And from then on, I've been interviewing now a few hundred hoteliers and they definitely know that figure. It's not something that I'm telling them it's something new. And it comes out as new towards wellness professionals. And since then, since the interview with Franco, I've gone and gone back into the field, gone into the hotel and actually been a wellness director again. And obviously with this new information I had, the typical report that is circulated around all the hotel for everyone who is interested to view, to know what's happening in the business, I saw at the end of the report the revenue contribution from Spa and Wellness. And not only from Spa and Wellness, from all the different areas, it's actually forms part of the reporting system. And hoteliers and owners have such a close pulse to that figure. It's amazing. The only thing is it comes so naturally to them and they just look at that figure. And obviously that figure does not change wildly. It stays that roughly one to 2% of total hotel revenue. But when we look, and when I speak to all my wellness leaders, even the very seasoned ones, not even one talks about the wellness revenue contribution rate. Now, that's a term I've baptized it. I'm sure someone else would probably call it something else. But that contribution rate is so important. Now, yes, that figure might seem low, 1% to 3% or more or less. But if we focused on just that key performance indicator, we would get so much benefit. We would really sharpen our focus as wellness leaders instead of looking at revenue per variable treatment hour, average treatment rate, which is important. Now, what I'm not saying is that all the KPIs that we measure in our spas and hotels are not valid. Please do continue measuring them. I'm not saying that we shouldn't. I am saying that we should at least have one KPI that we benchmark and that we can benchmark against the industry also. And we share that figure. Now, how do we calculate that? That would be total revenue generated from wellness offerings directly generated. So sales of products, treatments, services, whatever amenities that we have that we offer under the umbrella of wellness, that all the direct revenue generated from wellness divided by the hotel's total revenue. And that includes all the, the entire hotel. Now, one might argue that Sonal this contribution rate does not include the indirect revenue. So the increase in ADR, increase in occupancy, or the increase in average check per guest in the hotel. And I agree. Trust me, I have definitely fought very hard. And I remember until very recently, I was actually also going to fight for a chargeback to my spa for the revenue that hotel guests got from their hotel room rate that was included within the room rate, but they were using the swimming pool and the spa area and the gym area, all the leisure areas. And all that revenue goes to rooms. It does not come to wellness. And I 
in every single property I go, I fight for that chargeback, be it top line if I'm lucky, or at least the bottom line when it comes to our expenses. And one general manager very kindly, very nicely, very respectfully told me that if they had to recharge back to my profit and loss, that is the wellness profit and loss, all the common facilities and services that the hotel gives to the wellness department, my wellness profit and loss would look very different. There is maintenance, there is security, there is human resources. And I know we all say, trust me, I am the first one to say, I clean my own. Many times we're cleaning our own wellness facilities. Many times maintenance is up to us. But, you know, technically speaking, if something really goes wrong, the maintenance team is there. And if something is broken, it clearly needs to be charged back to the wellness area. That's where it belongs, right? Human resources, we think we're the people who go and hire all our employees. But, you know, at the end of the day, if there is something wrong with our employees, all the contracts, all the offers, that's a whole department dedicated to making the entire team of the hotel happy. But we still think we look after our human resources and our training. Now, if, and also when it comes to our hotel guests, in most wellness facilities in hotels, the primary guest or the guest that leaves the most money is a hotel guest. Now, I'm not saying that's the case in every single place. But for the majority of the places, the hotel guest is a very important revenue contributor. And we aren't charged back this captive audience that just walks into the door. We just need to pick up and make phone calls and try to capture them into our spa. But they've already been captured by a whole sales team, a sales, whole sales office and all the strategies that go behind it to get people to come into the hotel. We just need to knock on the door of each hotel room to actually get a guest to come to our wellness facility. And we're not charged back any of those costs. So on the point of direct and indirect revenue granted, I definitely know that wellness revenue contribution rate does not include indirect revenue generated by wellness. That said, the majority of wellness profit and losses in hotels are also heavily subsidized when it comes to common utilities or services or however we want to call them. And that I think somehow kind of evens it out or probably, you know, in some cases it'll probably be costing more, but it's actually, it does even it out. So I still think that this wellness revenue contribution rate is a very valid KPI to measure. And just increasing that rate by only one percentage point can totally shift the focus of a wellness leader because we're not going to get to 20 or 30 or 40% of total hotel revenue just selling more massages, more retail products, more yoga sessions. We're definitely not going to get that revenue from there. We're going to have to think so out of the box. We're going to have to look outside the physical realm of our wellness facilities if we are to actually make that needle move. And incredibly important is also measuring the impact we have. Because if we don't measure the impact, it's very difficult to say 
what impact we are having. And even more importantly, we won't know where to put our efforts in if we are not measuring the results of all our efforts and all our tactics. So what I wanted to do today was just jump on quickly and talk about this KPI, which I christen the wellness revenue contribution rate. And I encourage, I know hoteliers already have it within their reports, but hoteliers and also wellness and hospitality professionals, start measuring that and try to see how you can, even if it's 0.5 percentage points, if you can increase that, you'll actually be mind blown with the results and the impact you can have on the total hotel's profit and loss. And when you are able to have that level of impact, you will just automatically get that seat at the big table and also have a voice that is actually heard because you would have been a complete, you'd have to show up in such a different way if you focus on just one KPI and that KPI. And on that positive note, I wish you all a wonderful day ahead. Take care now. Bye. So to recap the session, having extreme clarity as to what is that game-changing and needle-moving KPI that helps us view our wellness business in a completely different way and thus tap into its full potential is pivotal if we as wellness leaders are to secure our genuine seat at the hotel's big table. That means where we have a voice that is actually heard. And on that inspirational note, I wish you all a fantastic day ahead. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. If you want to know whether your hotel is ready to meet the growing demand for wellness experiences, both for your guests and your employees, then my Essence Scorecard is the perfect tool for you. Head over to spa-balance.com forward slash Essence Scorecard and get yourself a free and accurate temperature reading of your hotel's readiness to meet the wellness needs of your people and your guests. It's a valuable self-audit that not only helps you create a profitable wellness asset, but also promote a culture of genuine wellness for your team.